Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I am so lucky. I really mean that. I am lucky to get to work for this awesome company, Elevation Corporate Health, who lets me do this show, in which I get to have conversations with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. And it's my hope that these conversations are going to make you think that they, they force you to change your best. And as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. As I said, I work for Elevation Corporate Health and we have been in business for 26 years, 26 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks, 26 years. Did you know that only 25% of businesses make it 15 years or more? Yeah, we've been doing it for 26. And it's just one of the many reasons why you can trust Elevation Corporate Health because we've seen it all and whatever your needs might be, we've got you covered from fitness management and online training to nutrition coaching, to wellness coaching, to on-site classes, virtual classes, integrated technology. We help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I challenge you to learn more about us at elevationcorporatehealth.com and to, to follow us on Instagram at elevationcorporatehealth. Sharing for a treat today. Emily Bowen of Level Foods is in the house. Emily moved to LA three years ago um, and she made a pivot. And we get into this in the conversation. She was working in marketing for hospitals in Atlanta. And uh, she said, You know what? I want to go help people. I want people to, when I, I know what my mission is, and this is what I'm going to do. Um, she worked for three different companies and she now is um, working with Level Foods, and Level Foods is awesome. I, I, I share my love of this bar um, and this company. Level was founded by uh, Myers Leonard um, and his, uh, his wife, Elle, and uh, Level is a functional protein snack bar powered by adaptogens. They're gluten-free, they're dairy-free, soy-free, non-GMO, all the good stuff, and I'm not kidding you, the taste is amazing. All right, let's do it. Let's get into the show. Hey, Emily. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks. Awesome. 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 Well, I'm super pumped to, to have you on the show. This is, uh, this is super cool. You know, I'm a, I'm a, a nutrition coach and uh, I'm an endurance racer. And so I've, I've played around in the, uh, in the 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 uh, the bar game for a while, and the the package good game, and uh, I've you know when you shared uh, level with me, um, I just became a huge fan. So uh, super excited to to hear your your story and uh, about the company and uh, share it with our listeners. So um, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, it's been a wild ride, but it's it's been really fun and exciting and just seeing people's reactions like yours when they actually try the bars. It's, it's really incredible and feel a really incredible feeling. Um, especially with how fresh they are. It's usually that like you can see the look of surprise on their face and it's really fulfilling. 
no, that, that's exactly it. I'll, we'll get into this later, but like to me, and this is like, I feel like I'm a commercial, but this is the truth, folks. <laughs> the, the, the mouth feel, I always judge a bar by the mouth feel, right? So it's like, he's got to have that like, uh, I don't want to name other companies that I've, I've used before, but like, it, it doesn't taste like cardboard. It's not hard to bite into. You just know it tastes good. Plus it's got all these great benefits. So we'll get into it in a second, but the taste is amazing <laughs> and the ingredients are unbelievable. Um, but the, the first thing I always like to do when I, we have somebody on the show is I, I like to say, uh, start at birth and go. Tell us your story. Yeah. Um, so I'm born and raised in Buffalo, New York um very very cold winters so after college i moved to atlanta georgia for some sunshine and a change of pace um worked for a private practice neurosurgeon for about three years there as their marketing director uh growing referrals and bringing in new um patients into the into the office um so that was a really wild experience because i originally wanted to kind of be in the tech space, um, definitely in a startup based on my internship experience prior, um, but the opportunity was just too good to say no to, and um, I learned so much during that time um, in terms of just being able to step into a room full of really smart lawyers and doctors, and as a 21-year-old girl right out of college, be able to kind of own my own my game in a way and we've tripled referrals and uh doubled surgeries within the first two years of me being there um so it was it was a wild ride um but i wasn't very creatively fulfilled um you can't be super creative in medical people don't receive it very well especially when you're talking neck and back surgery so uh, Sean and I moved out to LA after three years in Atlanta. Um, we, that's when I really started consulting in the CPG world and really just kind of found my, my purpose in the work that I do and the mission um, to really get up and work every day. Um, I had no idea that this world even existed. Um, and for me, being from Buffalo originally, yeah, there's plenty of healthy food options and whatnot, but living in this health bubble, I like to call it, of LA, where all of the emerging brands and all of the newest health trends and wellness, and it's such a focus in, in the communities that we live in, I feel like, that um, the accessibility sometimes you can take advantage of, or take for granted, rather. Um, and I remember I'd be calling up my mom like, oh my God, you need to try this brand. It's so good and it's healthy and it's clean. It has all these benefits. And she's like, Emily, we can't get that here. And Buffalo's not that far off the beaten path. Um, it's still a fairly decent sized city. Um, so I remember it was kind of that moment was like a light bulb for me where it was like, all right, I want to have my mission and my purpose in the work that I do be surrounded by making healthy food accessible um, to everybody outside of like the big LA health, um, really health centric places. So um, I started working with Tribali Foods. That was my very first um, CBG client. Uh, it was a frozen meat patty, a Whole30 
extremely clean ingredients. They cook from frozen, so extremely convenient. Um, and the flavors are just unreal. Like usually in a frozen meat product, you'd assume it's kind of bland, but, but um, definitely a great pop of protein for like a good salad or a burger, whatever it may be. Um, after that, I worked with Gem, which was a whole food vitamin for women um, with, I believe it was 12 different plant-based ingredients to fill in the gaps of um, what you eat in your diet. So a lot of times you don't really need the vitamins or certain nutrients because you already get them in your everyday diets. And I'm right. sure you can attest to that. Yeah. Um, so it was really just about like filling in the gaps and really catering to um, the needs of the female body. Um, then worked with Lemon Perfect, a cold pressed lemon water with zero sugar, um, five calories, just a super refreshing drink. And after that led me to Level Foods and it's haven't really looked back at this point. I've dedicated almost all my time for the past year to level as we've grown from um, just launching to begin with to now having subscription models and um, it's just up from here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, was um, <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, I, I want to unpack some of that and I, I want to take a couple steps back because uh, you know, I, I love um, I love learning people's stories, and I I think I think a couple things. I think, and this is it. It's like that one. I want to hear about that decision to move to Atlanta post college, and then I just love what you said about being a 21 year old girl in a room full of doctors and lawyers. And I look, I'm from the South. I've got family in Atlanta. <laughs> like I, I know what that world is like. Mm -hmm. um, and that just takes a lot of gusto to be 21 years old um, and to be making those decisions. Um, talk to us about like how you had the confidence to do that, um, what that was like. Um, yeah, well, that, like that world at 21 and to be there for three years and then to see all that growth and for you to improve sales like that. Yeah, um, if I'm, I'm thinking back to kind of that decision to move to Atlanta in the first place, um, if I'm being totally honest, it was a bad breakup and I just wanted to get the heck out and I ran to Sunshine and a place that um, I did an internship there between my junior and senior year of undergrad and that was kind of the first step um, of being like, okay, I need to get out of, not need to, but I would like to get out of um this i mean it, it could be a small world sometimes i mean everywhere of course but especially in buffalo and i went to a very small um suny school in about an hour outside of buffalo so you'd very often run into a lot of the same faces um so i just kind of hit this point where i was like you know what i need a change of pace, some new perspective. I want to meet new people. I want to um, like seek different opportunities. So that's when I really went for my internship. And then I loved Atlanta. I met so many great people there that I had it my mission my whole senior year that I'm going back to Atlanta. There's no question about it. Um, 
and that was kind of that decision. <laughs> um, I love that. And I think, well, a couple of <laughs> things. One, the, the power of a breakup, um, I think sometimes like that can be such an <laughs> awesome motivator. Like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. This is just, this just confirms it. Um, and then two that like, uh, I had uh, John Merrifield on the show and he, he talked about, which I just loved. He, he would say like, if you've got a spark, you got to see it through and see if it's a flame. Um, and it sounds like that's kind of what you did by going, you got a spark your junior year. And then you were like, you know what? I'm going, I'm going to find out if there's a flame down here and uh, just really embrace it. Exactly. John Merrifield's a, a wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it all worked out extremely well. And um, I think especially at, after school and I was extremely motivated. And when it came to just cannonballing into this medical industry, um, I was quite honestly pretty fearless. Um, I... I mean, like most 21-year-olds, I was just extremely ambitious to succeed, and I wouldn't take no for an answer. And I think I that surprised that. a lot of people. Yeah, but I don't know if a lot of 21-year-olds are, like, that ambitious, though. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I had a little bit of that, and I know some folks that do, but I also think a lot of people are just like, you know what, this is good. Buffalo's cool. I, you know, I like it. Uh, I get to go see so-and-so down at the old watering hole. You know, I... <laughs> Like, where, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Do you, failure, like, wasn't, failure yeah. wasn't really an option for me, right? I picked up, I moved all by myself. I'm really the only one in my family who has left other than probably like one or two cousins. Um, so to me, it was not only like proving to myself and to the people around me, but also like my family and friends back home who thought I was insane for just picking up and moving and going into this very um, intense job situation right away. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm not only going to prove this to myself that I can do this, but I'm also going to prove everybody else wrong that thinks I can't do it. There it is. That's what I was looking for right there, <laughs> because I think that that is a common thread um, of a lot of guests I've had. And I know it is for me too. I say this all the time, like I'll, come up with an idea of something and then I just say guys we're just we just need to back ourselves into it like we just we're just gonna say we're gonna do it and then we'll figure out a way right and then mm -hmm. like it's it's the old uh burn the boats uh from the vikings right it's like you 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 get to this get to your destination you burn the boats and then you can't get yourself out of it you gotta figure it out um yeah. that is so powerful well good for you nice nice um Okay, so then let's tell us about what it was like in Atlanta, some of your favorite things about Atlanta and that job and how you were able to, to, to grow that business so quickly. Yeah, it's interesting to think about because um, I never really saw myself in a medical type position. Um, so, so I think when it comes to... Um, that growth and being able to achieve that success. It was almost marrying my um, experience with marketing when it comes to like startups in a way to such a traditional field. Um, so a lot of times, and I, I somewhat hate this part of the industry, a lot of times um, 
part of the job or perception of people in my position were like, oh, it's just a pretty girl bringing cupcakes and we'll take the card and set up a meeting. That was it. But I'd be walking into these offices actually saying, I want to sit down and talk to you about your needs and how we can fill in the gaps and actually challenging them to think outside of their normal processes um, by choosing a doctor who had everything in house in a one-stop shop type of capacity. Um, and that just wasn't really done many times before. So I think um, a, the kind of shock and awe that, uh, let's be real, there's some egos when it comes to those types of positions yeah. in law and medical. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of times I would like shock uh, the people I'd be meeting with that I'd have the audacity to challenge them. Um, and then I'd kind of win them from there because they're like, oh, shit, sorry, shoot. Um, <laughs> this girl knows what she's talking about. Um, and then when it comes to like the steep learning curve of learning everything about personal injury and, and neurosurgery and the anatomy and what all of these terms actually means, um, I was very, very, very lucky to work for uh, one of honestly the most intelligent doctors, people I've ever met. Um, he actually just passed away in March so may he rest in peace um but he took me under his wing and he taught me um we had to go to a lot of like work dinners where I would pretty much just be a sponge listening to everything that he was saying and how he said it and basically learn that way it's kind of like that saying where you surround yourself with a lot smarter people you will somehow inherently become smarter it's pretty much what happened um being around him all the time learning how to navigate certain situations and and respond in different ways because it's it's not just black and white when it comes to um different procedures and situations that people have to figure out where to send their clients to wow um, uh, several thoughts come to my mind. Um, I love what you said about challenge them and she knows her stuff. Cause I, I do believe that, um, elite individuals or folks that are at the top of their field or their game, um, do want to be challenged. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I talk, we talk about this a lot. Like, it's almost like you, you want people around you that, um, push you, to be the best version of yourself like really good people do um and those that continue on an upward trajectory um do something that uh, dr carol dweck talked about the growth mindset over the fixed mindset and a growth mindset individual uh wants to uh learn and continue to be expanding and um is is loves a good challenge where somebody that's fixed would just send you on your way so um, I think that that's, that's awesome. And you kind of, it sounds like you kind of have this ability to, um, be real with someone, um, and really talk to them about what they need, but at the same time challenge them. So I, I think that that's a great note and very powerful. Um, and then the last thing I just wanted to say, what an amazing mentor. What's the doctor's name? What was his name? Uh, Dr. Shatali. Dr. Shatali. Yeah, Dr. Shatali, and then we had a neurologist, Dr. Maloon. Um, but I mean, I could I could talk all day about Dr. Shatali's 
definitely one person who has permanently left a mark on my heart in terms of changing how I look at not only being a mentee, but a mentor. Like I hope someday that in my own different creative way, um, be able to have those same values and educate and be that type of mentor to someone else like he was for me. That's kind of what it is, isn't it? It's like you, you, you pay it forward and pass it on down the line. And I think great mentors do that. And they know that that's, but like, let's also be real, like a, an awesome mentor, like Dr. Shatali is not going to waste his time with somebody that doesn't have the potential. So he saw potential in you and he, he helped you bring that out. Um, and I also love the uh, surround yourself with people smarter than you. Um, you'll, you'll be smarter. And I, the, it's the truth. A lot of people, I think, are afraid. It goes back to that growth mindset or afraid to be around people that are smarter than them um, because it uh, challenges their sense of self. But uh, if we truly want to um, grow, that's, that's exactly what we need. Um, so you've been there for three years. You've seen all this awesome growth in the company. You get this awesome mentor. How did you know that it just wasn't fulfilling you and that you needed to pivot? Yeah, I mean, that was honestly such a hard decision to make. Um, at that point, I had grown a team of three people um, and everything was just kind of looking up. Um, I am a creative, strategic thinker to my core. Um, I would be talking to my boyfriend, Sean, at the end of the day, and he'd be working on really fun, creative things. And we would just find ourselves brainstorming a lot. And he just kept validating over and over again, like, Emily, you belong in this creative world. Like, what are you doing? Like, you need to use your superpowers. Um, and eventually it kind of got to the point where I took a step back and I said, okay, I'm 23 at this point. I really would love to be in more of a creative space. Um, or like, a, yeah, I guess a creative space. Um, and I realized that it, like anything, the later you start to pivot, it's going to be even harder. Um, and at the time, Sean got a really great opportunity out in LA and everything just kind of lined up. Like it seemed like the timing was everything. I felt like I kind of could check that box of conquering the medical world. And it was, it was just time for me to pursue what I should be doing, I guess you could say. Um, so we made the move. Um, you know, I adore Sean. Um, and I don't know if I could adore him any, any more after hearing that story about him. Um, what a great, <laughs> but I think that that's so important, right? And it, it goes back to what you're saying about having people around you and that he, that idea of you need to use your superpowers and it takes you in life. We want people around us that are going to help us trust in ourselves, I think, in our, in our close knit. And, uh, that's super cool that he kind of helped you, um, reinforce the superpowers that you knew you had. Absolutely. I mean, we're each other's biggest challengers and also biggest fans. So it's a really cool 
cool dynamic um, in our relationship when it comes to really understanding each other's careers and um, kind of how to push each other. Health bubble of LA. Um, I think this is so true <laughs> because you know, you know, I'm from I'm from Kentucky originally, and mm -hmm. uh, like I said, a lot of family in the South and friends in the Nashville area, and it, it's it's definitely gotten better. Um, but I all the time it'll be um, I'll be sharing what I'm cooking or something I'm trying and or where I found it, and it'll just be no, we 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 don't get that here. Um, and I, I think you're absolutely right that in um, L.A., New York, San Francisco, um, we, we forget that some of the things that are so easily accessible to us are not to others. Like in, in L.A., I can go into a gas station and I could get a fairly decent uh, bar, level bar is not in a gas station yet, but uh, I'm sure you'll be there soon. But, you know, like if I go into a, a, a supermarket somewhere in the south, like you're looking at old beef jerky and uh, uh -huh. Snickers bar, you know, and so it's just that accessibility. So um, talk to us about your mission about making healthy food available to folks all across the country um, and kind of where um, that concept came from. Like has food always been a part of who you are? Um, I think honestly, as I've gotten older, I mean, I think I've experimented trying different types of diets and really trying to understand how certain foods make my body feel. So like definitely we've tried vegan, we've tried paleo, whole 30, you name it. Um, and it's, it's truly incredible how food can fuel you but it also can bring you down, right? And yeah. I think yeah. there's such a gap in terms of whether it's tradition or just really not being educated um, or it's accessibility or maybe it's all of it, honestly. Um, but I think I had this really eye-opening experience when I first started working with Tribali of oh my gosh there's huge communities surrounding these types of healthy habits let's call them um, and it wasn't necessarily something that I really grew up around so it was something I started talking to with my family or with my mom about being like well maybe you should substitute this for that <laughs> like just little changes I'm not saying you have to go like completely paleo or a whole 30, whatever, but just, just try it. And then slowly we've been kind of evolving into having healthier habits. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's really interesting because I think location, age, almost like family history in a way, can really contribute to the uh, dietary choices, I guess, that you can make. Um, and I think there's just such an opportunity to remove all the junk that we see from these big box companies that honestly are miss, they're 
kind of tricking people into think that they're eating something or consuming something healthy and it's actually really bad for you. Um, and I just think that's pretty messed up and I get so excited and motivated to work with founders and even people surround and surrounding brands that are also trying to kind of push forward this healthy food initiative. Um, that we're kind of fighting this fight together in a way. And it's, it's pretty interesting that the CPG community is pretty tight knit, um, especially in like the startup space. Um, it's very, it's a lot more collaborative than I, I think you would think, which is pretty cool. That's, that's really cool. And that you're all in it together. Um, I think, um, and, and research shows this, that uh, the three things you said, tradition, education, and accessibility um, are the big hurdles um, that hopefully as technology grows, we'll be able to get over. Um, you look at a lot of states um, that are typically the poorest um, and the lowest level of education, of higher education, um, and as a result, um, have the highest levels of obesity. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, that is the disease that is threatening the next generation. Um, and I, 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 I just love that mission and that really uh, pulls at my heartstrings and it's, um, Something, certainly something that's close uh, to me. And um, I think you're spot on that if you can make good food accessible um, and educate people on why they, they should be eating it and also make it at a price point that's good for them. Um, and it tastes good. I think and it tastes good. That's, that's the, the part other that, thing. Like, right. that's the hook. If it can yep. be accessible and if it's healthy and clean, but you know what? It tastes really good too. Then we'll we'll win eventually. I know that's it. right. Yeah, right. Oh, I love that. But that that you're so right because we need we got to switch the reinforcement on it, right? So like on the mm -hmm. psychology side of it, we got to like uh, there's reinforcement um, that uh, cake or McDonald's tastes really good, and I like that, and that makes me feel really good when I eat it um to someone but if you can switch it and and change it um th then we've, then we've got a shot um and to your point how the body feels is so powerful um because i know that i could uh uh eat a hamburger um in a bag that's covered in grease and it would taste really good uh maybe while i was eating it and then 15 minutes later, I'm going to feel like absolute garbage. My productivity mm -hmm. is going to go down. My mood's going to change all of that. And I think that is going to be our segue into level foods, but that is what I love about these bars. Um, there are so many bars that I've tried where um, maybe they taste good, but then 30 minutes later I go for a run and like my stomach is like, dude, what was the idea of that? Um, there's like not, there's none of that. It's, it's awesome. Um, and yeah, so t talk to us about level food, the company, how it was founded. Give us, give it, give it to us all. Yeah. So level was founded, um, by an NBA player and his wife, Myers Leonard and Ellie Leonard. Uh, Myers played in Portland for the first eight years of his career. Um, after his fifth season in the NBA, he started struggling with sleep and recovery and um, was just 
not recovering the way that his body should and it was impacting both his career and his life at home so they started doing all of these tests and trying to figure out what was wrong with him um, or what was going on rather and they met with a elite nutritionist in LA Dr. Goglia who almost immediately identified that his inflammatory levels were through the roof um, so they basically put this new nutritional diet together that eliminated a lot of the inflammatory foods that, uh, you often do see in protein bars, um, and other normal foods that you just kind of grab and go with. And, um, his life started to change and fast forward to when the season started again, they'd be on the road, traveling in the gym, working out and, there weren't a lot of options out there that met this new dietary restriction um, or it didn't, the ones that did didn't meet his flavor standards, which you can't really blame the guy. Um, so at that point, Ellie, his wife was like, we are not going back to that place where you were feeling your best. So game on, I'm going to make you my own bars. So he was on an away trip one weekend and she called a friend over and said, Hey, want to help me make these bars and fast forward to, uh, September of last year, we launched a full production run. We sold out in three days, our first, uh, pre-sale. Um, and yeah, it's kind of been, we haven't really looked back. Wow. Um, it's an amazing story. I don't know a whole lot of, uh, brands that have that story and I, I see why, uh, I'm sure you love working for them. Um, especially talking about your relationship with Sean. It sounds like that, uh, Ellie and Meyer's relationship, uh, is similar in terms of supporting each other. Um, that inflammation is such a, uh, so many people, and it goes back to what we were just talking about, about how you feel, um, and that mm-hmm. what you're eating, you know, look, you're an NBA player. You've got all kinds of stress on your body, uh, mentally, physically, the grind of an 82-game season. You're traveling. Your sleep's all over the place. Um, and then on top of that, if you're not putting things into your body that your body likes, um, yeah, you, you're going to have problems. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of their whole mission around level foods is that healthy shouldn't be hard. So that's kind of the driving force because at the end of the day, they took a step back and said, we have so many resources and professionals and the top of the line professionals surrounding us. And it was still so difficult to figure out. So if we're, if we struggled with that, we want to help other people who may not have the accessibility, let's say, to these top professionals and give a clean, healthy, really good tasting product um, to help people because really healthy shouldn't be hard. Um, So that's kind of like their way of paying that forward. Um, I I love that mission. Um, That's awesome. That's awesome. So. Bars sell out three days, make the launch, September 2019, sell out in three days. What happens next? I mean, were you expecting that? I mean, what's the, what's the next step after that? 
I mean, it was, it was wild because at that point we, um, didn't have any paid media behind it. We, it was really all surrounded by Myers and Ellie's community, which they both have such strong connections with their followers, I guess you could say. I, I don't necessarily like to call them just followers because it's more than that for them. Um, so it was all surrounded by either word of mouth or people in their community that have been following along this whole journey with them since day one. So it was a really powerful and cool uh, time, I guess. Um, obviously, we were somewhat shocked, excited, and then we just go into game mode of, okay, now what? How do we schedule another run or how do we get more bars? Um, doing all the, the business side of things, but it's, yeah, that's, it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy good. Um, and when you see, it, it's a very unique situation, right? Because when you can see a group of people in a community really kind of trust someone and their word and their journey and their experience in this type of way. Um, I mean, you got to think about it. At this point, nobody had tried the product. So they were buying in to what Ellie and Myers have been um, working for and towards for the past couple of years. So there wasn't, there was some element of risk for like first time buyers, I guess you could say. But at the same time, you know, because of how many bars actually sold, that there was that almost comfort level of like, I already know that this bar is going to be good because they've been sharing the journey. I've seen the progress and now I want to support them. Um, so it was, it was really cool, honestly. That's really interesting. Um, I, I, the idea that there was really actually no risk because they trusted them, mm -hmm. right? It's like, and that, and then that powerful in business, um, that everything's always about risk and mitigating risk, and the fact that um, there was no risk because they were they had been sharing their their journey and the community trusted them. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so the, we sell out in three days. What do you do next? And then, but I, I, I want to geek out for a second um, about where the bar, where we're manufactured, how you get them, how long it takes to be manufactured, all that, all that kind of stuff. The back, the back end stuff. Yeah. So um, honestly, it's, that part's not totally my forte. So I'll speak to what um, I am confident in. Um, yeah. Bars are manufactured in Portland. Um, Usually it can, basically Ellie was very lucky to find a manufacturer that would run smaller runs, production runs. So a lot of manufacturers, you'll have to purchase like 100,000 bars, right? Um, but because Ellie wanted to ensure that the bars would be fresh, um, she was able to find this manufacturer who would be able to do more frequent but smaller runs. So that actually led us to actually putting the made on date on the 
rapper, which has never been done before because a lot of people don't know that most bars on the shelf on average are six months old. So we saw an opportunity here in terms of being transparent on when the bars were made, but also that they taste really freaking good when they're fresh. So people were actually getting bars in their hand around like five to seven days after they were made. When typically, I mean, it, you can taste the difference. You truly, truly can. You can, you can, anybody listening, you can. And I think that's what's so amazing. And I, I love the date on there of when it was made, as opposed to here's the expiration date. And like, you can look at an expiration date on something you go, Oh, I'm good. But you, you don't know the, a lot of times we don't see the manufacturer date um, and you taste the freshness. And this is what I mean about that mouth taste. It like, it feels like, uh ellie was in my kitchen baking um and Mm -hmm. like these are uh she just happened to have really nice packaging and wrapped them up and i get to take it with me for my afternoon snack (laughs) (laughs) that's the goal that's the goal so yeah i mean i think a lot of that kind of validated that we were onto something in terms of okay we sold out now we just need to get another run scheduled um we need to get more bars made and it again they'd be fresh off fresh off the line um and yeah i mean it's like you said you really can taste the difference and it's one of our biggest differentiators as in addition to the adaptogens that's and that's where i wanted to go next um so talk to us about the adaptogens um i love this folks you you can go into more detail here emily but what i love is um i'm a big fan of reishi um uh which i uh for for sigmatic i like their teas right so Mm -hmm. at night or maybe in the afternoon i may have a have a a reishi which kind of mellows you out so i will this is what's so cool about these bars i will choose which flavor i'm going to have based off of my personal needs for the day so uh-huh. it's a super stressful day, and when I'm gonna, I would like the bar in the afternoon. And I want to, I want to calm down. I'm gonna have the the salted brownie, right? With the, am I right on that? With the reason. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, uh huh. And then, uh, if you want some, if your immune system's feeling down, you just, you want to juice it up a little bit. You go with the cordyceps. So t- talk to us about that. And was, was that in the original recipe? Tell us all about that. Yeah. So I wasn't part of the original development of like the recipe and choosing the adaptogens um but it's i love that you said i will purposefully choose which bar i eat depending on what i see my day as so we are always kind of saying like eat for how you want to feel and leaning into the adaptogens in that way so we have banana bread that has lion's mane in it that helps cognitive function and focus and has um, just like this really great focusing force. Um, in addition to all the bars have an egg white and collagen protein. So it's coming from two sources and having the, um, the repair and the, um, all the benefits that come from collagen as well. Um, right. And if people don't know, I just want to say, if people don't know what's normally in your protein bar for the protein source, it is not egg whites and collagen. It is normally some kind of like pea or 
um, some like watered down protein. Not, very rarely is it ever an isolate, um, but it's usually a blend. And um, I mean, that, that's the difference right there for me. And that's the difference in the, what I talk about in terms of your, your stomach after the fact. It's, it's, it's the protein source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's extremely clean. It serves the purpose and is actually functional to your health, um, which going back to the adaptogens, coupling the power behind the egg white and collagen combination and then adding the lion's mane, the cordyceps for energy. And um, we actually have a new flavor that is launching in July that we're super excited about, apple crisp, which will have maca in it that'll help with stamina um, and just like a mood booster. Um, It's it's kind of like a one bite fits all in a way because you, you get all of these different benefits in just one bar. Um, I just want to say she is not making this up folks. Sean was nice enough uh, (laughs) to share a, um, a tester, a little sample of this apple crisp. Oh my goodness. It was awesome. Um, I I enjoyed it uh, as a part of a a lunch one day, a little treat after lunch. And it tasted like a, uh, like an apple tart shortcake delicious. I don't even the the words. <laughs> absolutely awesome. It's delicious, 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 delicious. Thank you. Yeah, we're really, really excited about it. Um, and it's pretty cool. So we, um, obviously, I mentioned before, we have like one-time purchases and subscription options. Um, with the, being a subscription member, um, you obviously get the best prices, but also we give our subscribers kind of a first taste of all of the new flavors. So in every subscription box this month, they got a mini of our new apple crisp in what we call the silver wrap, um, which is probably going to stick with us, honestly, as we continue to grow. But when we first launched, um, Ellie and Myers were handing out bars to friends and family and, and influencers in these silver wrapper bars from the trial production run. And it just kind of stuck. And we made sure that we could actually share these. And it was a really cool opportunity to kind of bring in our subscribers and people in the, in the level fam to be able to, have that first taste before it's even available um which is really fun it is and there's something about i mean that's just it's just smart marketing uh on your behalf way to go you um you've now got people right you go oh i'm i'm a i'm a subscriber i get these um the the which is a silver wrapper they're they're not marked uh aside from their their made on date um, but there's no fancy logo or anything on it, and you you feel like you're you're on the behind behind the lines. Um, yeah, it's like friends and family. family. Yeah, smart, 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 smart. Yeah, the uh, feedback has been incredible. So it's July is going to be a very exciting month for us. Talk to us about um, on your end in terms of marketing and what are the next steps. Um, 
where where do we go from here to get it out to folks? Um, have we gone to like, are we on Amazon? Is that a route that you want to go? Uh, obviously, the subscription base is what we want to grow, but kind of wh where do you see Level Food going next? Uh, that's a great question. Um, at this point, I mean, we we definitely have talked about Amazon. Um, I think in a ideal world, we'd really just own the subscription um, because we know that we can provide such great, like almost one-to-one -one type experience for our subscribers. Um, so at this point, we are focused on developing new flavors. We just launched minis last week um, and those began shipping out on Friday. So right now we're focused on more like product development and then um, obviously taking the right steps forward when it comes to when does Amazon kind of make sense for where we're at as a company and um, quantities and, and all that stuff. It's smart. It's smart to, to yeah, continue to improve on what you're offering. Um, nutrition profile on you're looking at like 210 calories, I think, if I remember off the top of my head, like 14 grams of protein, uh, 20 grams of carbs. Um, and then the minis are what? Are they just, are they half the size? They're half the size. There are 100 calories and they still all have the adaptogenic um, benefits. So each of them still have the adaptogens in them. They're just literally almost half the size of the bar. 100 calories because we were we were seeing that a lot of women weren't eating the entire bar yep. and yep. that observation along with many other things um led us to minis and honestly after after having my first apple crisp mini i was like oh my gosh i need minis in my life at all times they're perfect uh, for a little pick-me-up, and that's what yeah. I had after lunch, right? So I just had lunch. I didn't need it. I didn't need the 200 calories, but I wanted a little something at the end of lunch. So for me, mm -hmm. that was that was perfect. Yeah, it's like a nice little boost if you don't like. I'll reach for a full bar if if I know maybe I'm gonna mit, like skip breakfast, which probably isn't the best thing, but um, or if I'm yeah. going to work out or something like that. But sometimes you just you don't want a full meal and you can just have a nice little snack. That's right. And uh, for any racers out there, I do think that these mini bars are perfect um, for like a run because they're so small and they're easy to chew. Um, as mm -hmm. opposed to so many bars, it, it, it's just like this process to get the wrapper open and then to chew it and to drink. And these are, these are awesome. I think um, I may carry some of these in my next marathon. <laughs> they're awesome yes uh, let me know when it is i'll send you some bars all right um we're getting a little long in the tooth so i just want to i'm gonna rapid fire some questions for you um the first one is do you, do you have a, a phrase or a, a piece of advice for someone that's trying to figure out their entrepreneurial spirit you know how you said you just you you, uh, you you burned the ship. Failure wasn't an option. Um, prove someone wrong. Is there? Do you have any advice for maybe somebody, your next your mentee that's out there listening to this? Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, I would say 
learn how to fell fast and grow even faster. Um, nothing that I've experienced has necessarily came easy, but the looking back even the past year, two years, three years, it's absolutely insane how much I've grown and how much I've learned. So I would just say be open to failing, learn from it quickly and surround yourself by people who will just make you better and challenge you to be better every day. That's awesome. That's that growth mindset. Um, okay. When you have access to a gym, I know you've gone to Orange Theory before. I've, I've put mm -hmm. you through some, through some workouts. I know you're <laughs> gonna say you just, you just love doing squats. Um, <laughs> what, when you, what, what's, gyms are opening back up, but if, if you have one exercise, you go into a gym, maybe you're on the road, maybe you're traveling, whatever. Like what's, what's your go-to that if you go do this, you just feel better afterwards? Um, I think you, you're going to know the answer to this, but, um, <laughs> I would say TRX bands usually yeah. just make me feel great. It has such versatility behind it. Um, it's great for right now working out at home. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big TRX girl. Nice. Um, TRX is, uh, it's, they are fabulous. I know they've become more well known for people, but, uh, I got my sister one for Christmas. She loves it. Um, yeah, they're, they're awesome. Um, best purchase you have made in the last three months for less than $25. Ooh. Um, less than $25. Um, okay, I'm gonna go, <laughs> this is kind of lame, but literally a, a good face mask. Nice, no, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's smart. That's, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, they're, they're here to stay, so you might as well, uh, yeah, spend the money on it. Good, good, great answer. <laughs> um i'm a i'm a big big fan of quotes i love them uh to a fault do you have a do you have a favorite quote or a, a motto um honestly i think i don't know if i have a specific like quote i live by per se that i can think of at the top of my head um but i would just say like just don't be afraid to be different. I think that's something that will induce change in, in the best ways. So that's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great story. And it does. I, I forget who said, I think it was Bill Weathers, the, the jazz uh, musician, but he said, you, you have to give yourself permission to stand out. Um, and I think a lot mm -hmm. of times you have to give yourself the permission um, to be different, um, because that, that's, it's, it's hard, um, to sometimes go against the grain. Um, all right. Uh, maybe you're, maybe you're down, uh, or maybe you're just not feeling real motivated and you're, you're coming in, into the gym and, or you're at home and you got the TRX sitting there staring at you and you're like, I don't really want to do it today. Do you have a go-to workout song that just like makes you feel better? Anything Beyonce. There it is. I, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's that's an easy one. 
All right. Um, well, Emily, thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast. I really appreciate yeah, it. I can talk to you all day about all this stuff. Um, where can, where can folks learn about you and level and all of that? Give us all that information. Yeah. So, um, on Instagram, it's Emily Bowen with two Y's, um, level foods on Instagram, um, clean and levelfoods.com for the protein bar website. Awesome. We will link to all of that in the show notes. Um, Emily, thank you so much. And folks, I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, do yourself a favor. Um, invest in yourself, your health, your mind, your body, and uh, check out Level Foods. They're, they're awesome. I'm a huge fan. Um, thank you right. so much. Thanks, Emily. Bye. Bye.